Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. We sell crack to our own out the back of our homes. We smell the musk of the dusk and the crack of the dawn. We go through episodes too, like attack of the clones. What till we break a back and you hear the crack of the bone to get by? Just to get by, just to get by, just to get by. We commute the computer, spirits stay mute while your ego spread rumors. We survivalists turn to consumers. Just to get by, just to get by, just to get by, just to get by. You ask why some people gotta live in the trailer. Cause like a sailor, I paint a picture with the pen like Norman Miller. Me and Wella raised three daughters all by herself. With no help, I think about the struggle and I find the strength of myself. These words melt in my mouth. They hot. Here's from Brothers Comics. Welcome to podcast number 60 for Brothers Comics. Um, on the line tonight, we have the founders of Brothers Comics. On the line is uh, the female perspective. Say what's happening. Hola, what's up? All right, and also on the line tonight is Big Hutch. Big Hutch, say what's happening. What's All right. So, yeah, uh, it's been a few weeks. We've been trying to go to a bi-weekly schedule, but I think we're off by a week. Uh, so some happenings that we'll talk about tonight are uh, maybe a little bit older happenings, but uh, we'll keep it kind of up-to-date and current, too. Um, with that in mind, what are you drinking? Hutch? Whiskey sour. Very nice. Female perspective. I am drinking Granite Coast. Is this Sauvignon? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very nice. I am drinking a Blue Moon, a Belgian wheat. So uh just got off of a work situation that, you know, going to work on the weekends where they don't pay you is not ideal. Uh, and then where they keep you at a solid hour plus longer than you thought you was going to be there is even worse. So uh, the job may get an STFU later, but I can't do that. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Yeah, well, I wasn't specific. Um, getting back to some of the things that uh, happened a couple weeks ago uh, to the RIPs. RIPs, the first one, uh, let's do one that's probably less, I don't know which one. They're both probably about the same, really. Cuba Gooden Sr. died uh, about a, almost two weeks ago now. Um, famous singer, spawned Cuba Gooding Jr. I don't know if that was one of his greatest accomplishments. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, but he did he did pass away um, not too much long ago. Uh, Y'all was putting some songs out there. I didn't really know too much about the dude, to be honest with you. Uh, Cuba Gooding Sr. highlights or whatever. Yeah, he was a member of Main Ingredient. Yeah, Main thing. Ingredient. I right. think he was, uh, their biggest hit was Everybody Plays the Fool. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I've heard that song. I never knew that he was a part of that group or whatever. Yeah, so he passed. Those memories right there, Jay. <laughs> 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 you you want to expand on I that, know, sir? I like the song, though, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty, pretty old song. Yes. Well, I think Hutch's uh, talk about that was the fact of the times that it was played around people that uh, spawned us. Um, oh, so. okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, maybe some some shaky memories on that side of it. Uh, yeah, so Cuba Gooding Sr., that's an RIP. Um, and then Aaron Moran, most notably known for playing um, uh What's Joni. her name? Joni, Joni. yeah, on Happy, Happy Day. Day. 
And yeah, uh, she passed. Uh-huh. Yeah, she passed away a couple weeks ago as well. I think she said they she was fifty six, maybe a little bit older or less. I'm not really sure. Yeah, um, that was about right. Yeah. So any uh, Aaron Moran or I mean, where where are you at on Happy Days? Hutchin knows where I feel, at least what I used to feel about Happy Days. Female perspective. I don't think we ever talked about Happy Days with you. Where were you on the Happy Days spectrum? I did used to watch Happy Days, and I think I watched The Only Love Chachi, too. Um, you did? Yeah, I think I did for, you know, for the most part. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Joni. She was a very, she was a likable character. Mm-hmm. So, um, Hush, Happy Days. I watched Happy Days probably until Boyd left. Um, Richie Cunningham or Ron Howard, oh, man. Opie Cunningham, but yeah. That's pretty much when I left, right? He joined the Army, and and yeah, that's, and then, yeah, that was it. And the running joke is what it, whatever happened to the older brother. Right. Um, Chuck. 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 Yeah. Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never saw Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there could be a whole podcast done on characters that started on a show and then just magically disappeared. Like, what was that? Uh, the girl from uh, Family Matters. Yeah, yeah, Family yeah. Matters, yeah. yeah she oh, went, yeah. Up, went up, went upstairs, and never started. came back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. George Lope, George Lopez has had one of those on his show that was on ABC too. His his oldest daughter disappeared at a time too, just never came back. He, uh, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Aaron, Aaron. I mean, I was a huge uh, Happy Days fan. I don't know that I watched it too much after uh, Opie Cunningham left either. Um, mm-hmm. That does start the Ted McGinley ruining TV show streak there. Yeah, um, he does seem to have a from there. Yeah, st- from there, I think straight to uh, Love Boat right after that, and then. You know, and uh, Hutchin will debate this too, but I think we're all in agreement. He actually made Married with Children better. He didn't ruin that show at all. He made it uh, absolutely better as um, uh, Marcy Darcy, um, so uh, or Ted, whatever his name was on that show. But yeah, he I thought he made Married with Children better. Mm, but um, yeah. you don't think so, Hutch? I kind of like the first one was pretty cool too. Uh, or he, I mean, he brought some something to the table, and when he came back, and they was fighting over, over chicken head or whatever she was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a great show too. It's on TVS like every morning when I wake up. It's kind of hard to watch now because it feels so dated. Um, yeah, it does feel very dated. But yeah, it, it's it's hard to watch, but it had its moments back in the day. But yeah, so yeah, so R.I.P. Cuba Gooden Senior, Aaron Moran. Aaron Moran's death. We'll come back up when we get to the uh, SCFUs because I got a big one yeah, for Scott Bale. Yeah, I think I know who you're going to mention. In oh, yeah. That, yeah, he's yeah. definitely getting one. What an asshole. Um, but, yeah. Straight All up. right. Straight up. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the RIPs. Uh, and that'll lead us straight to the box office report where female perspective will count us up from the movies from the weekend. Hold on. Let me hit my sounder. As the DreamWorks sound brings us in this week, uh, Female Perspective, what was the number five movie in America this week? Number five was Beauty and the Beast, which made 
received $1.2 million as of Friday, and it has made $483 million thus far. Damn. Uh, I have a stop sign actually there. I actually did see that finally. Um, you did? Uh, I did. Yeah, if you've seen the cartoon, you've seen that movie. It is a beat-for-beat beat remake. Absolutely, beat-for-beat. Oh, beat. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, there's literally no reason for you to see it um, other than the fact that if you want to see it live action. I mean, it's well done, it's well acted, and all of that, but it's a beat-for-beat beat remake of that movie. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I did see it. Such <laughs> <laughs> new hashtag. Yes. <laughs> yes, his damn Disney hashtag. All right, uh, what was number four? Number four is How to Be a Latin Lover, which made $1.3 million. Yes, uh, I've seen the commercials for that, and uh, the, the kid's mother wanted to see that. Uh, I don't know if she did or not, but... Mm. Yeah, I'll, I I think I can definitely see me passing on that one. <laughs> yeah, I saw the trailer for that too, or yeah, the the um, advertisements for it on television, yeah. and it just didn't look appealing to me. Who's in it? I ain't seen nothing. Selma uh, uh, Hayek, I think, is the producer, something behind it, and she's also in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think. <laughs> no, apparently. It's not how to be a Latin lover 10 years ago. It's not a <laughs> Doctor Who episode. Um, uh, and then the, the the white lady that's in it is uh, um, blonde lady. Whoever played Veronica Mars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Kristen yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. She's, the, she's the white person in it. Um, so, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah Kristen Bell. Damn, there you go, Kristen Bell. Yeah. Hey, that's terrible. <laughs> Damn, Disney. <laughs> Again. Uh, we'll keep counting them all if y'all are listening to this podcast. Uh, all right, uh, what was the number three movie? The Boss Baby. Um, that made $1.3 million, and that has made $151 million thus far. And I had a stop sign there, too. I did see that as well, and I wrote a review for it on brotherscomics.com where you could find it. Uh, it, it. It is what it is. It's fine enough um, as, as far as children fair go. It's fine. And there's some uh, there's some laughs in there for the adults. It becomes one of those things. Like, you, do you like Alec Baldwin? I was just about to say that. If you like Alec Baldwin, you'll like the movie because you know it's him. If you hate Alec Baldwin, you'll hate the movie because you know it's him. I'm kind of indifferent, you know, to him. Um, I like him as uh, I liked him on Thirty Rock. I thought he played that character pretty well. But he usually, did play that character well. But in most I mean, things, that character was really the exact opposite of who he is in real life. So yeah, right. Yeah. He played that quite well. Yeah. So if you if you like him, I mean, but like in movies and stuff like that, like I'm I'm take it or leave it with him. Like I, you know. Uh, I he, I mean he's about the only likable bald one at this point though. So yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, he's the only one working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is also true. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it was fine enough. I mean it's definitely like I I mean I wrote it because I saw it internationally. Um, but it had I it had it been worth a dollar fifty red box, yes, it would have been worth a dollar fifty red box. So all right, what was number two? The Fate of the Furious, and that made $2.2 million. That has made $200 million thus far. 
Now, that's going to be kind of a letdown for them in terms of what the last one made, but the last one was riding off the fumes of Old Boy's death. Right. So as much as they've promoted, and that movie had to cost a bunch of money to make. So uh, that's probably, I mean, whenever you say $200 million, it's not a good opening or whatever. I think they said that it has crossed the billion-dollar mark worldwide, but Mm -hmm. it's it's only made two hundred million domestically. Oh, yeah, right. only two hundred. Yeah, million. you're right. I mean, two hundred million is a lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I wonder. I mean, I'm gonna look it up real quick or whatever. What was the, what was the, the budget for that movie? My guess too? is that it's probably about eighty million. To make. To make that movie? No, it costs a lot more than that. I'm sure. That's a. That's probably $150 million to make it. It's $250 million. Yeah, the production what? budget was yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. They're using a lot of cars, and they're yeah. using a lot of CGI and all that. Mm-hmm. That costs lots of loot. Right. I would Plus, pay $250 million for that movie, and the best actor in it is probably The Rock. No, no I'm sorry, <laughs> old girl from... From Australia, what's Charlize Theron? Right. Charlize Theron, I mean, Oscar winner Charlize Theron. Right. right. I mean, I mean, what she, what she make about what ten million maybe? Probably. I mean, she probably made the least. She probably made. And Vin Diesel made fifty because he doesn't. You know, they can't make him really without him anymore. I mean, this is his only. Well, you know, know. they're they're. I think they're trying to find a way to cut him out of it because from what I hear. They're they're going to do it. They're working on trying to come up with a spinoff with just The yeah. Rock and Jason uh, Stratham. Statham. Mm-hmm. Statham, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. They, can keep, yeah. they, they can keep that, yeah, too. So if they do a spinoff with them, two, then, yeah, they don't need him anymore. Yeah. They can keep all of it. Um, all of it, uh, as far as I'm concerned. But, yes, uh, haven't seen it. Saw the first two. I've been out since then, and I'm good, and I ain't going back in. So, uh, but they can keep making these movies. I don't, I, I don't get it. I like, I really don't. Like, I have literally no idea how people go see this shit. So, I know, good to know. I know, I know some companies and or car companies in the uh, east that are fired. enjoying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good for them. Marvel talk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, and what's the number one movie, which will be in America, what was the number one movie through Friday, female perspective? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Okay. And that made what? $56 million. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think, sick is, I think I saw somewhere it's looking for around a $150 million opening. Um, for this so, weekend, really? Yeah, for you the weekend. Does make sense? That's what the estimate is. I mean, it made like $16 million. Well, it might. I don't know. It yeah, might. It made, it, but it made $60. It, it opened Thursday night and all those, you know, those midnights and IMAX screenings, and it made like $16 million on Thursday. So if you add that to the 56 or whatever, you're already at, what, $72 million, given you Saturday I, and I Sunday. So. I have a friend who went and saw it last night. And they were sitting not in the not in the that death row was the first row. Oh, wow! Like mm-hmm. everybody's uh, nostril hairs. There's in a right. row behind them behind that, 
<laughs> and they said that it was a 500 seat room, and it, and and it, it was packed, and it had 460. Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's full. I mean, I, I saw it. I told y'all I saw it literally internationally. I think Female Perspectives just said she saw it earlier today or earlier as well. Uh, I mean, we'll give like a couple of like kind of just general reviews. I don't even want to spoil it yet because it hasn't been out that much. Yeah, but what did you think of? Fired. Yeah, don't get fired. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Hashtag damn Disney too. All right, so go ahead, female oh, perspective. Yeah. What did you damn think? Damn <laughs> Go ahead, female I, perspective. What did you think of the movie? Oh, I. You know what? I enjoyed it, and and at first I wasn't sure that I would. Um, now, if you like the first one, it is pretty much like a continuation of the same type of format for the most part. Um, uh, you know, it, I like the humor. Uh, the music was great. Uh, I definitely like the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised by a couple of the songs they used. But, yeah, that, I mean, the soundtrack was interesting. Um, and even the um, the storyline was, was interesting, too. It was... Um, yeah, I enjoyed it, yeah. and I saw, and I did also enjoy uh, Baby Group. Um, yes. Yeah, he he was uh, a cute character. Yeah, star of the movie again. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I did see it as well. It wasn't a great um, international screening. Uh, kept hopping and jopping, and it did switch languages a couple of times, um, but. It's a very good movie. Um, uh, I enjoyed it, you know, from what I heard and saw and understood. Comprende pa? Uh, uh, it was a very good movie. Um, it's very, it is a continue. If you like the first one, you'll really like the second one. Um, right. It's a continuation. They are now Marvel's kind of like Fantastic Four, Hutch, like Marvel's first family. And all the kind of dysfunction that goes with that as well, and mixing yeah. characters that you know from different groups, planets, species, race, whatever you want to call it, um, it's very well done. It's paced very well. Like you don't feel like you're sitting there for two plus hours. It's paced very well. It has emotion to it. it, it I mean, it has everything that you would want. It, it uh, it'll. I would imagine that it's going to be fairly high on people's charts of Marvel Cinematic movies. Um, so, yeah, it, a very good job with Marvel um, taking characters that nobody heard of five years ago and making people care about them. And that's, and it's amazing that people are cheering for Rocket Raccoon and Groot, who are literally <laughs> no-nothing characters in the comic books before five years ago. So, yeah, very well done. It's going to make a crap ton of money. Um, not spoiling Did you anything. ever read any of the comic books from Guardians of the Galaxy? I'm going to talk to the person across from you first. Uh, I I think I, I asked him earlier, and he said he he remembers seeing them. However, he always thought it was uh, pretty much an offshoot of an offshoot of an offshoot of the yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I, you, I didn't see the Guard of the Galaxy or anything until, you know, the Avengers would do Cosmic Adventures. Uh, so they would be out there somewhere, um, and the starboard I remember was in a blue and a yellow outfit. I didn't think I was Star Hawk or something. But and, right. but them dudes, yeah, I I sure were trying to buy none of their comics if I could help it. No, I mean, not even at forty cents. Right, they were some. The characters were so out there. I mean, 
it's, it's the Avengers and, you know, all the, all the teams that we know and love on Earth. And then you go to the, like, the Inhumans. Mm-hmm. And then beyond the Inhumans, way, way, way out there, the Pluto of Marvel Comics would be the Guardian of the Galaxy. Right. <laughs> no, agreed. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I, I really don't even remember the first time I saw Rocket. And I think the first time I saw Groot was on the, that freaking Avengers cartoon that was on a few years ago. I'm talking three, four years ago, maybe like two years before the, the movie came out. I mean, it, it, that ought to tell you how far Disney has gotten and how far DC has to catch up, where they're having a struggle um, promoting Wonder Woman, a character that everybody knows has been around for 75 years. And they can't promote that movie where Marvel is promoting a talking tree and a talking raccoon <laughs> and making and millions money. of dollars off of it. And making millions of dollars off of it where DC is sitting there like, I don't know how we're going to make a Wonder Woman movie. I mean, seriously. Now, my friend who saw the movie domestically mm-hmm. uh, was uh, said that the Wonder Woman trailer came on during the, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. and. Right. And he could—he didn't have any good words for it. Oh right. no, was yeah. that bad? He—he—he was—that person was beaming about how good the Guardians of the Galaxy movie was. And when I asked him about one one, he was like, "Yeah." Mm. And I yeah, mean, I mean, and he is a—and he is a flaming heterosexual, so you know right. they showed him the outfit. Right. I think we talked about this on the previous podcast. Was that, <clears throat> and I wrote about it as well that. Um, one, DC's not promoting the movie at all. You're not really seeing a lot of um, of uh, ads or whatever for it. <clears throat> you know, I know on Twitter people are talking about it a lot too. It's like it's Wonder Woman. You know who her soda like companion is? You know for the uh, for the movie. You know who they pair them up with the soda. You know who Wonder Woman got? Doctor Pepper. Doctor Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Really? Who's like drinking Dr. Pepper? Like Wonder Woman exactly. can't get coke. Nothing. <laughs> and he also said he saw the Spider-Man trailer too, and yeah. he said that looked good. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't say he didn't see who he didn't see Mary Jane or whoever. Yeah. I think it's been dis- determined that that black girl is not Mary Jane. So I think that's been determined already. Um, maybe not officially, but I think it's. Well known that she's uh, Zendaya but, is not. But Mary Jane. is Mary Jane supposed to be in the movie? I don't think she's supposed to be in it at all. I think they're going oh. with a completely different look here uh, with that. Um, but yeah, I, I said somebody on Twitter was like, "Oh yeah, Wonder Woman's got Dr. Pepper." I was like, w- "Was Fago busy?" Because <laughs> some more people drink Fago than Dr. Pepper. Don't at me because Pepper is definitely the, yeah, yeah. that's the end of the end right there, like Dr. Pepper. So, yeah, it's 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 going to struggle. It opens in about less than a month now. Um, so I'm I'm concerned. Um, if I saw Guardians on international screening, I'm fairly certain I'm going to see Wonder Woman the same way, um, unless somebody tells me otherwise, like, oh, it's really good, you need to see it. Because of, uh, Guardians definitely lost something internationally because of its um, – the freaking space aspect of it. So I probably may have to go see it domestically too um, to to get the full figure. So, But yeah, good for them, good for Marvel, good for DC. They keep going. Hutch, the Easter eggs there are pretty uh, interesting, so you may want to check it out. I will. 
So that wraps up the box office report. We're going to lead us straight into blurred notes. I got seven blurred notes. I scratched one out uh, just a second ago, so it's actually only seven. Hit my music. Hold on. Blurred notes. 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 All right, so blurred notes is a seven-pack of questions this week. Um, we'll talk about these topics. Uh, I'm going to kick it a, a, a couple of weird different places here, especially for our age bracket. It's um, one of the topics are going to be like, dang, well, it is Disney because it came on ABC back in the day. So, all right, so seven numbers, female perspective always goes first. What do you got? Two. Two. Um, yeah, this is <laughs> – um, I saw something on I don't know if it was on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and I put it to, I put it on our Facebook page with the caption. Um, if anybody I know goes on this, I'm defriending you. Um, the ship hop cruise, uh, where there's going to be this cruise of old hip hop acts, um, like on the sea, and uh, you can go on this cruise and see a whole bunch of people that probably shouldn't, in my humble opinion, probably shouldn't be performing no more. Um, hold on. Let me get you the list of acts. And I put that in quotations. <laughs> uh, so let me still, see. Well, who's oh, still no, alive? Because everybody. Well, shout out to Marcus from Black Nerd Power. He was like, you know, whatever. He was like, man, are you, are you hating. And I'm like, I'm really not, though. Like, this is not going to work out the way people really think that it would. Like, I don't think that this is such a great idea. Hold on. Let me get to the ship hop. But you know what? Those nostalgic nostalgic tours are are pretty popular now. Yeah. A lot of 80s groups that are touring together, 90s groups that are touring together. So, I mean, those those nostalgia tours are are pretty popular. On land. And that's what I said. And that's what I said to Marcus. That's what I said. That's what I said to Marcus. Like, look, if you're telling me that these people playing at the Palladium in Dayton or whatever, like, yeah, I'm gonna go see them because it's gonna cost me like thirty-five dollars to see these people. You trying to put me on the high seas to see some of these whack people, man? Come on, man. All right, here we go. Um, all right, you ready? It's from Miami to uh, Key West and Cozumel. All right, like the the three top liners across are Vanilla Ice. Salt and pepper and naughty by nature. I'm like, no, what do you mean, salt and pepper and naughty by nature? I mean, that would be worth seeing. Okay, oh, five that's... years ago. <laughs> I was seeing them, uh, you know, for now. What is I talk about? What it depends, what it depends, what a mighty good depends. <laughs> Come back. That's pretty harsh. Um, it is harsh. Yeah. What? That's harsh. All right, wait. Here you go. Here we go again. The the next the next group of people, Kid and Play, Black Street, All for One, and Color Me Bad. Like, uh. I mean, that's still not horrible. If you know what, if you're a, a real hip hop head, and I mean, especially if you're heavily into the '80s and '90s hip hop. Um, I mean, and the fact that it is, you know, on on a cruise, I mean, that, that could be appealing to a lot of people. 
Okay, I ain't trying Taylor. to have I ain't trying to have the fake George Michael dude from Color Me Bad trying to hustle me <laughs> for craps <laughs> at the table. Fake George Michael. <laughs> um, I'm, okay, let's keep it one hundred. All right, keep it real, as long as you could just say it in your in your particular musical uh, iPhone or whatever. Whose group? What group are you playing in your iPhone right now? I have Naughty by Nature. I have Salt and Pepper. Um, and and who who are the other groups you mentioned? Um, Kid and Play. Kid and Play. Black Street. I don't have Kid and Play. All for one. I don't have All for One. Right. And I don't have Color Be Bad either. But I do have yeah. Naughty by Nature and Salt and Pepper. Okay. Huh. I mean, and okay, and you, and I'm almost sure. That uh, you know you didn't pay a dollar for none of that. Because, <laughs> so, what do you mean I didn't pay a dollar for none of that? Pay a, you didn't pay ninety nine cents. You ain't paid a dollar. She paid ninety nine cents for those. Anyway, Thank I, you very much. I, I got what I paid for. Because you stole from me. No. Anyway, <laughs> I got naughty by nature in my in my. I got Naughty by Nature in my, in my CD. Yeah. All right. I got, Hold on, y'all. I got the CD from uh, Naughty by Nature. I'll play Ghetto Bastard, and I'll play another song. But I don't want to hear no hip-hop parade 20-some years later, and the other song they be putting out. Man. It gets, it gets better, though, as you start to go down the list here. Coolio, Cisco. Tone Loke and Biz Marquis. Anything? I might have Biz Marquis on there. Well, you, everybody got, like, you know, uh, just a friend on their team, you know. Yeah, I uh, think I do have that. Everybody got that. Ain't nobody playing that since what, this that came out. Come what? on, man. Um, yeah, now, but the other and picking boogers. Picking boogers. Exactly. You don't even know nothing about know uh, picking boogers, so exactly. Nobody beats the bill. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not right. So right. If you're spending three or four hundred bucks to be on this cruise, this is so three or four hundred bucks. They know three hundred, four hundred dollars on here. You got it's just going no cruise from Cozumel to Key West to the to Mexico. How much does it cost? He was talking at a minimum six, at a minimum. How many days is it? Not too many. Unless they're going to leave oh, so many yeah. people at sea and give them a night's burial and bury them out there I, and set I them on fire. I, let me say that I think both of you are being way too harsh on, about this cruise. It gets worse. It gets worse. Enjoy hip-hop from the 80s and 90s. These are the groups who, you know, Need had checks. During that time period, um, and you throw in the fact that it's a cruise. I mean, people go on cruises to do all sorts of things now. So why not go on a hip hop cruise? Um, I ain't trying. I like I, I like popping from the eighties and nineties. I unfortunately I might have half these groups in my uh, library. I wouldn't go fucking see them from right now. For they couldn't pay me to get on this fucking boat. <laughs> I bet they could, but yeah. I, I, they ain't, trying, to, I, ain't, I ain't trying to see. If they offered you the right amount of money, you'd be on that shit. They'd be, be better off. They'd be better off they got a hologram of Tupac. <laughs> that might be next, but yeah. yeah. If they get better, it's going to get worse. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't trying to see Tretch sneaking shrimp 
like in his pants back to his room, man. That, that ain't trying to see that. And and what him and Pepper might go at it because I mean. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. they do. Oh man. Hip hop wives. All right, and wait, but there was still more on this cruise. Then there's Rob Bass, no DJ Easy Rock, because he's deceased. Oh, my Lord. Ro- so how Rob Bass. How many nights did you say this cruise was for? It didn't say. I didn't click the link because I don't oh. want to. Um, Young MC, uh, CNC Music Factory, and DJ Cool. <laughs> you guys Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You guys are being way too hard. Nigga, I ain't drank enough. <laughs> Dry land, yes, I could definitely see oh, the appeal. Oh, even on, you say on dry land, on a cruise, I could still see the appeal of it, yes. can't see it. That's soul cruise. It, it, I can't <laughs> see it. Mm-mm. It's I a hard path. way too hard. But what I'm saying this, is we're not, the, the we not applying for... On, the boat they're going to be on is going to be one of the boats that Trump fucking pulled out of the damn mothballs and that shit might end up in Africa. So he tried to get rid of all these niggas on that dumb ass shit. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 good. Like it's just uh, it was just weird when I saw it. I was like, come on, man. It's just come on. All right, sorry. So yeah, if you go into the ship hop cruise, the fact that it's called the ship hop cruise is also pretty fucking ridiculous too. But whatever. Yeah, ship hop right. cruise. <laughs> 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 See that shit on your charge card when you charge that three thousand dollars to go on the ship out cruise. But yeah, where Clearance wanted on this? I mean, if you talking no. maybe, maybe, yeah, no, mm, <laughs> yeah, watch out for that fake George Michael dude. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, um, I thought that was number two. Hutch, uh, one through seven, not six or not two. Uh, he, wait a minute, he stepped away for a second here, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after that, I had to get some more to drink, you know, that was <laughs> awful Anyway, let me go, still number one. As always, um, it was announced this week that, um, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong announced that there's going to be an Unbreakable sequel. Uh, Samuel Jackson has already signed on to be in it. I know where this is coming from. I know this this is Hutch's turn, but let me just throw this in real quick. Uh, This is coming from, uh, if you've seen the movie Split. I didn't, but yeah. yeah, Well, I saw it. I did see it, actually. Mm -hmm. And it has something to do with the ending of that movie, which is why he's parlaying it into a sequel. Too uh too unbreakable, but um mm-hmm. yeah, I'll let Hutch continue with his response. Yeah, y'all are big fans of Shyamalan Ding Dong, so. Duh, <laughs> I'm a fan of my own Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, as far as them, <laughs> anyway, as uh, right. He, I mean, after, I mean, after the, the sixth sense, I mean, it's been down. Unfortunately, I had seen most of the movie to make sure that I was sure that he'd been going on the down. But, yeah, I, why are you making an Unbreakable sequel? Well, like I said, it's, 
it has something to do with Split. The what, the ending of Split, which, I mean, I won't give it away because I know neither one of you have seen it yet. Or won't. Well, you might. I mean, yeah. but you I, know I won't. Yeah, I won't give it away. But there, the ending of Split has something to do with uh, that particular movie. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm huh? pretty. Well, I'm not where well, I'm hoping. It, it, and the way that it factors in is kind of kooky, but yeah. Well, no. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> this and who's doing this movie? I mean, who's who's the producer? What what house? Uh, is the house of M gonna be behind this mess? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, right. My it thought sounds, would be no. It, my it sounds awful. It's a it's amazing that there's some type of money left for him to still be making movies. That's mm-hmm. how bad shit already sounds. <laughs> well, it just seems like it's so long ago. I mean, you're talking almost a gen- uh, two generations of people that would have might have possibly seen Unbreakable. And to kind of bring that back, it just seems, I don't know, it just seems weird. Um, well, I, I, mean, I mean, and that depends on how you feel about Unbreakable, too, because... With Split, I mean, Split did pretty well, um, I think, financially. Um, and I think it got some halfway decent reviews also. And actually, and I don't believe I'm saying this, but it's not a horrible movie. It really mm. is. So, yeah, that's <laughs> And that's saying something about M. Night Shyamalan, my ding dog. But, yeah, it's not a horrible movie. And yeah. the ending, the way it, like I said, the way it ends, it parlays into, you know, the unbreakable uh, situation. So, I mean, I, and that's about, I don't want to give it away, but that kind of does give it away. But anyway, uh, so I think that's why he, he decided, okay, well, I made some money off of this movie. So, and there's, there seems to be some interest because of that ending. So, yeah, let me go ahead and make a sequel to it. I think that's what brought this about. Mm, uh, I like yeah. uh, this, is, this is my topic. Let me cut back in again. <laughs> um, there ain't no way in yams that I'm going to watch this bullshit. They got me 20 some years ago to look at that other bullshit. I'm out. All right, good to know. Yeah, uh, and again, I mean, I think there's probably a, a large blood in the streets, Marvel versus DC debates out there going about how decent of a movie Unbreakable is. Um, I I tend to lean kind of on the side of I kind of liked it, but I know some people hold it to like a high esteem, and I'm like, I don't know about all that. But I know people that hate it too, and I'm like, I don't think I hate it that much either. But I know for damn sure it ain't like a great piece of cinema. It's not. um, It's aight. But it's not like this great movie or whatever. Um, so don't at me. Damn Disney. Um, all right. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah. So we're kind of like all kind of thumbs down on Unbreakable Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, think. Okay. Because I Good think knowing him, he'll find some way to, um, to mess it Say up. Say it. Yeah. I'll mess it up. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, back to you for Blurred Notes, uh, Female Perspective, not one or two. Let's go with four. Four. Hey, right up your alley. Guy Ritchie has said, uh, came out there a couple of days ago, that he wants to direct Suicide Squad 2. 
My initial uh, thought was that's a match made in hell. Go well, for it. They deserve each other. I have no idea why they're even making a sequel to Suicide Squad. <laughs> that movie was tanned so horribly. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie was awful. It was it was downright awful. And, I mean, I think they probably need to cut their losses on that. But to make a sequel to double down on how awful the, the first one was, it's going to be even worse. So, yeah, I don't, I don't see where this is coming from, but, yeah. Do your thing, Hutch. <laughs> oh, I have to see the first Suicide Squad, of course. So... And I, I mean, I, I've, I've heard about the first one, and I hear toilet flushes every time I hear about it. So mm. this second one has got to be. I mean, I guess the, I guess the family's gonna be in this one too. Jay, everybody need a job now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was saying more. I was saying more so too. The movies was awful. <clears throat> But, like, this thing about Guy Ritchie being this great director or whatever is a farce, too. You know, I mean, he's still more famous for being Madonna's ex-husband than he is for being a director, in my humble opinion. And, like, he is an overrated director for an overrated cast of characters and an overrated movie. A match made in heaven. I agree with you about him being an overrated director. Um, Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. Yeah, like just because you British, you mean it, it does skip some generations, cause because you are not talented at all. You've made some freaking <laughs> stinkers. I and mean, some of them. He's had some some decent movies, but I mean, you know, the consistency of his work is is pretty shoddy. So yeah. Yeah. he's M Night with the accent. Now, yeah. I, I, was, I think he might be a little, just a little bit better than M. Night. Lock, mm. stock, and signs. Lock, stock, and signs, yo. <laughs> now, you like Snatched, I think. Didn't y'all like Snatched? No. Mm, no, okay. I Maybe I was thinking of somebody now, else. I, I, I mean, I kind of like Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, but once you saw that, I mean, everything else. I mean, Sherlock Holmes wasn't wasn't horrible. I mean, it wasn't great. No. It wasn't horrible either. Um, I'm trying to think. What what's some of his other movies? Did he do a movie with Madonna in it? Oh, he did man. one of the worst yeah, movies of I, all I time. I didn't see that, but I heard it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. We saw yeah. it, and it was awful. Right. I can't remember the name of it, but it was one Madonna's of the cinema ever. Divorce. I mean, after the divorce, that should tell you all you need to know. Right. <laughs> yeah, so now, um, so we're thumbs down on Suicide Squad two, just oh, in general. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, Hutch. Yeah, why are they making a sequel to that? It, we made it, a bunch it, of it money. Was garbage. I mean, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> was garbage. Why make a mm. sequel to garbage? because uh, they have no other ideas. DC stands for desperately desperate uh, cinema. Yeah, it's something. It's bad though. Yeah, so we're all down on that. All right, so let's. Yeah, guy, Richie sucks. Mm, mm, mm. All right, um, three uh, hot, magic number one, three again. Um, I'm glad you got this. I don't know if you saw the pictures or whatever, but on Hulu they're making a Runaways uh live action show, 
and then Marvel and damn Disney Marvel um, sent out the um, the preview for um, the Inhumans, like the Inhumans TV show, like you know, like a screen of the the, of the cast or whatever. And so those two things are coming up. Any interest in seeing either one of them? Huh? It's like, are you going to be watching the Inhumans on ABC in the fall? No. I mean, okay. you know what? I take that back. I will try to watch one episode of it to see if I'm yay or nay with it. Um, like I said, the well, I think we already discussed where the humans are in my pantheon of, of Marvel heroes. They're mm-hmm. on right. They're on the moon. If everybody else is on Earth, and literally mm-hmm. they are on the moon, and um, you know, they you can't. I mean, you could try to substitute them for the X Men. But you, you a fool. It's a fool's folly. Um, yeah. Black Bolt is, I mean, he's kind of a cool character, but only in small doses. Medusa, only in small doses. Uh, doses of freak Karnak and Triton or, and the dude with the hooves. I forgot his name. Mm. Average, or, and, and Crystal. I don't throw in Lockjaw. Ugh. Yeah, Karnak. I yeah. can't throw up enough things. And the Runaways, uh, I ain't never read a book with the Runaways in it. I ain't going to start now unless, I mean, I have unlimited access to comicology. Mm. I ain't opening up no freaking Runaways unless I got to, got to, got to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's to me, it's always seemed like um, they've tried. I mean, the Inhumans, remember, was supposed to be a movie. They had gotten the push that they were going to get a movie, and then I think somebody was stopped snorting cocaine and was like, "We can't put these <laughs> niggas in the movie," and was like, "We can't, we shouldn't do that." I need my, you know, protect my my phony baloney job, and they were like, "All right, let's make a TV show." But then, the, if you look at the picture or whatever, is I mean, they don't even look gore guys like, that do the bad with the hooves. Yeah, yeah they don't even look like it. Doesn't look entertaining like the costume it looks like when we saw those things from san diego comic-con when the x-men trailer came out and with apocalypse looking like he was from power rangers it kind of looked like that bad wigs bad costumes and then i told i text y'all i was like y'all didn't tell me the freaking ramsey bolton was in this shit this nigga's doomed he gonna kill every single one of them and it's gonna turn on <laughs> and kill everybody so it won't he's matter the, anyway he's one of the inhumans he, yeah, he must be the fan. maximus i think yeah, he's, he's maximus Max- he yeah. perfect Maximus for what yeah. Maximus is the bad half brother of of Black Bolt. So Black Bolt. Like he's he's kind of like kind of like Loki. Yeah. Well, again, right. doomed. They're doomed. Um. So, yeah. I mean, it looked bad, and then I don't actually know anything about the Runaways. Like, uh, this is Brian Vaughn. You know, he's a really good writer or whatever. But I never read it, so I don't know anything about it. Um. I know probably 10 years younger than us, Twitter is like, you know, jizzing their pants about it. Do you ever read that? I, I ain't never read nothing about the Runaways. It ain't no, uh, yeah, I know, I've never read that comic book. I've heard mm-hmm. about it. Right. And, you know, like I said, I'm, I ain't, I got a whole list of other shit that's, uh, that's real and, and Runaways ain't on there yet. <laughs> they ever will be. Yeah. And, so I know well, we ain't on. No, from what you guys told me about the Inhumans, I'm not familiar with any of the characters or anything. 
But, I mean, basically, they they sound like a low-rent version of X-Men. And, I mean, yeah, I would rather have X-Men. Yeah, and that's basically I, what it is. I think that's a slide toward the X-Men. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, main, the main dude, Black Folk, can't talk. If he talks, he destroys shit. So that's right. going to be real hard to do on a TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and make it, like, not corny every time he has to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... His, his <sighs> wife is Medusa. And the only thing you know about Medusa is that she has, you know, heritage that can attack people and do stuff. <clears throat> that also is... Did you see the, the... Did you see the, the picture, huh? Like, of the, the, the team or whatever? I saw... I think either you texted me or... I yeah, I think Sandman did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I saw it and... I, I mean, I couldn't make out Randy Boat. I guess he's at the end. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, they did a good job of whatever. And I, being humans, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, a good look. it's Disney because they they damn they, Disney. They don't have anything properties. <laughs> They're trying to capitalize off of X Men without having off X-Men. anything. Yeah. Well, that too, but yeah, that that's basically what it's about because they don't have the X Men property. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I mean, I haven't watched a minute of freaking Agents of Shield since the first two or three episodes of season one. I ain't gonna be watching this either. I just don't care. I don't like the Inhumans, and again, unless somebody's like, "Dude, this is the greatest show of all time on TV," then maybe I'll see it when it's all the way over. Um, like, <laughs> like right. Listen, if anybody said that's gonna be the best show of all time, I'm gonna mm-hmm. check. I'm gonna check their income source and make sure right. you know, uh, <laughs> ABC get checked. To it. Yeah. And then I'm gonna be. And then I might look at one or two episodes. Right. But even then. But them them chicks better be hot, and them just and them damn outfits better be tight, because that's what mm. that's gonna, that's the first thing that's gonna help me watch shit. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah. So we're kind of thumbs down on the Inhumans and whatever about the Runaways, and that's on Hulu anyway. So I ain't got Hulu, so I ain't gonna be seeing it unless it's internationally screened. So all right. Uh, female perspective. Anything that's not one, two, three, or four. So we got five, six, and seven. Six. Six. All right. So this is where I am going. To, I'm going to take us off the road here, and we might not get too far down on it, depending upon uh, everybody's history with this. So I, I think I told y'all before that if you don't watch that The Goldberg Show on ABC, you're missing out on a piece of '80s um, like history, whatever, man. I mean, it, every every '80s movie trend toy whatever is always hit on that show at some point in time. I mean, it, 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 it covers our youth or whatever very, very well. So this week's past week's episode was on, um, um, I don't know what the B plot was or the, uh, it, cause this was the B plot. I don't remember what the A plot was, but the B plot was, is that they had this, cause it's always set in sometime in the eighties. They never tell you specifically, but it was based on the idea that there was a possible nuclear war. And they sent the uh, the school told all the kids don't watch that movie the day the day after tomorrow or whatever. Now, uh, do you remember this movie? Yes. Okay. Miss Female Perspective, do you remember? 
Or the, yeah, the, the, the day at the they, day after the, the day after simulated after yeah after nuclear the day attack was going to happen mm-hmm. yeah, the day after yeah. and you know it was, everything was shut down and nuclear winter and all that stuff mm, yeah. no I, I don't think I remember that yeah yeah the movie's scary as fuck um right. <laughs> it's I mean, it's real scary and that was really the plot of the movie it was like everybody was like oh we're all gonna <laughs> die hutch. Yeah, I mean, right. If yeah, if 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 we ever get hit by a nuclear weapon, oh, now you got to get hit. This is close. We're fucked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would assume it would be scary, but I I was just trying to figure out. I mean, how is it presented? Is is this like in, they they kind of presented like it was a like a live action or you know kind of like War of the Worlds, you know, scenario where the news brings it into the into okay. and, yeah the news is on. The shit happens, and then they try to yeah. report what goes on afterwards. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, out in the nothing nice. Roads, and, yeah, and it was and nothing it nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't nothing nice. I, I saw well, it. Yeah, I mean, I would assume it wouldn't be, but yeah. EMP, yeah, EMP, yeah winter, uh, right. nuclear winter, yeah. yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I was, in, I was in fourth grade when I saw it, and it scared the crap out of me. Um and I'm watching it with the kids, and I'm just like, yeah, that movie, you know, because they're presenting it like as high school kids seeing it. And I was like, yeah, I saw it in fourth grade, and it scared me really, really bad. And I was telling them, I was like, do y'all remember used to having them little, like, you know, uh, like watching those videos or those movies in class about, you know, nuclear attacks and, you know, getting under your desk and all that stuff? Did y'all I remember ever do having that? drills for, you know, like emergency situations and stuff. But like I said, yeah. I... I don't. I don't think I remember seeing that particular movie. Um, yeah, it yeah. was like a two night ABC event. Um, yeah. yeah, it was. It was nuts. Uh, I, 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 I know it scared the crap out of me. I was like, "We're doomed, yo." That's a wrap. And I'm like ten, <laughs> so <laughs> cool. So yeah, uh, just just real quick. Okay, so I'm oh, good. Hey, y'all don't really remember too much about that, so we won't spend too much time on the day after. Good to know. All right. Hutch, five or seven? Five. Five, good, because seven's great for female perspective. Um, uh, it said the Kevin Feig, the uh, executive producer, whatever, at Marvel, has said that the um, Marvel TV characters and Netflix characters will eventually cross over into the movies, uh, and you will see those characters on the big screen as well, you know, from Daredevil to Iron Fist to Luke Cage. Uh, those people will eventually wind up in the movie. So is that something that's exciting that you would like to see? Mm. I mean, in whose movies? Or are they going to be in their own movies? No, no, no. They were going to make it into, like, like Avengers movies or Spider-Man, like into larger other people's movies. cameos in those movies. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Um, sure, in small doses, I guess. I mean, knock yourself out. I mean, Daredevil, Daredevil and the Avengers, I'm trying to see how they can match them together. Daredevil doesn't fit as an Avenger to me. Um, and Lester don't either. Or, um, so I guess I see it more in Spider-Man type movies. But eh, whatever. Okay. What about you, uh, female perspective? Is that okay if uh, Luke uh, Cage shows I up mean, in the I Avengers? Think would, I think it would be cool, but... Um, the Avengers is already chock full of characters anyway, and it mm-hmm. seems like you're you're trying to, you know, put 
a lot of additional information. And so, I, I mean, I guess it would depend on how it's presented. Um, yes, I would be interested in seeing those characters in, you know, some of the Marvel movies. Um, but, yeah, if it were presented in the, the right way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I, I, even, I, I know Luke Cage was the Avengers or is in the Avengers or was the leader of the Avengers there for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was? Luke yeah. Cage was? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe that might play into to the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think if they're just like, hey, you know, like if you know the Avengers are fighting all this stuff like in the air, and then you go to the ground and you see like the, you know, essentially the defenders, Jessica Jones, and all those people on the ground fighting. You know, I think it would be. Yeah, it could be I mean, well you know, done. That could work. That could work. But yeah. I mean, like I said, those movies are already chock full of characters anyway. So. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's that's my only concern is that you're trying to put too much into you know two two and a half hours. But mm-hmm. um, like I said, it, it would just depend on how it's presented. But I I would be interested in seeing it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean I think we're all thumbs up to it. Not going to be a bad thing um, as long as it's done well. You know, a lot of news came out this week that you know there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy three. And then there's going to be a vin- yeah, but but there's going to be an Infinity War, but there's going to be an Infinity War three and an Infinity War four, and eventually, you know, they're going to yeah, they're going to bring all these characters together, you know, and that's going to be after Black Panther. But. See now that that goes back to what I was just saying. How how are you going to fit all these characters into two and a half hours? Mm-hmm. And keep it interesting, and not have it just be a convoluted mess. Right. Yeah, and, and they've it, done before where they had a convoluted mess. Yeah, but the only one that they, it, to me, that felt like like oh man, there's like too much going on with all the characters or whatever was freaking Age of Ultron. You know, right. Civil War. But Civil War had Civil War as they, many. They actually, you know, did a decent job with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. Um, like in Civil War, they they were able to do it. I don't know, Age of Ultron, they weren't able to to parse them apart at all. It was just a mess. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Who? Oh, so you're good. Yeah, you're good. I, okay. I don't know either, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they're gonna do that. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, that's that. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. All right, so number seven then, so we're all thumbs up for that. All right, number seven, uh, this was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, how much you been drinking, female perspective? Um, I've, I've had, yeah, but this Top her off, hush. Top her off, top her off. Mine's with Bambi, No, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's even better. Uh, top her off. Uh, so it was reported a couple weeks ago that um, noted actor Will Smith is in talks to play uh, Aladdin or, or the genie in the Aladdin movie remake that's coming out, the live action Aladdin movie. It's going to be Will Smith. So Will Smith as genie. <laughs> Will Smith. Will Smith as genie for in Aladdin. Yeah, and Will Smith as the genie. I mean, yeah, yeah I think we all have our opinion on that. But Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm <laughs> at this point. I'm speechless. Uh-huh. Uh, I I can't find the words. So yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. We'll yeah, leave it at that. This is a vocal medium. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Will Smith playing uh, the genie in Aladdin is is will is something he would pull. I mean, I guess his career is at at the point where yeah, that's what's available to him, so he's going to jump on it. And Isn't that a, go ahead. Oh, I, that, that's it. That's it. Isn't that a no win for him? That's a, that's, there's no way you can win that, right? It's an all lose for him. It's an all lose, right? Go ahead, Hush. Yeah, I mean, huh? A that G is going to fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, Robin Williams, it, 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 he owns it because. That genie is him. Right. That genie was annoying as fuck. Right. And uh, I have I've watched Aladdin once, and that was all I needed. And that genie okay. consisted, and like you said, that genie was Robin Williams, and it consisted of Robin Williams type of humor, manic. which is manic and speedy, and you know, it, it's oh. just like he's on coke all the time. So yeah. Well. Yeah. What'd you say? Well. Yeah, well. Yeah, that's how that genie is played. So it's based on Robin Williams' type of humor. So I don't know how Will Smith is going to parlay that into something that relates to him. Basically, he's just turning him into fucking donkey from Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you are now, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, to me, when I saw that, I was just like, uh, this nigga, for one. And then two, I was like, there's no, everybody associates Genie with Robin Williams. You're not going to take that role and put your own freaking swaggy P on it and make it yours. It's just not going to work, like, at all. That's not going to work. You, there, there's no, there. If he didn't take Neo because he thought it wasn't going nowhere and it was going to hurt his career, he for damn sure shouldn't take this because his career is already broken and this would break it completely. If that, you got to go home to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you sure she's not going to be in there as, as Jasmine or uh, something? No, no. Right. Yeah, they might try to make it a family right. I do my hair, Patrick. I do my hair, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Um, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I just thought when I saw that, I was like, "Come on, man! You first off, this is where your career is, but then secondly, that's not a role you should take. Like he could have done that probably ten to twelve years ago. He could have done it ten or twelve years ago." Because people would have accepted him. Now it's just going to be like, well, you, you know, it, it, it won't work. I'm like really hoping that he doesn't do that because there's nothing good he that can will. come from. Yeah, because he's I don't he's think desperate. he's not in a position anymore to turn down check. I think he, I think it's like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta pay for all this shit. Other, yeah. I mean, the rest of these motherfuckers yeah. sucking on my tits. Yeah, 
And I mean, I only want to do that. So yeah. <laughs> I got I to feed these mofos. Yeah, no, there's truth from that. For that. I, mean, um, I mean, I mean now, I mean his co-stars are having a better career than he does now. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I was, I was blown away that that he would even consider that. But you're probably right. Like he probably does. He shouldn't right. need checks, but he needs to. He, he, he has now become the Morgan Freeman for the for the new for the for the new cast of people coming up. Wait a minute, now. Yeah, yeah, he ain't. Like, no, Morgan, he's not Morgan giving the Negro. Morgan is an Oscar winner, right? But Morgan, no, 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 no. But but before he was an Oscar winner, he was he was that middle Negro to raise up everybody else, and now that's what Will Smith is. He's not giving Negro. He's not giving the, the black guy rubs yet. He ain't that far yet because he's not starring with like. And when he gave the black guy rub to Margot Robbie, he gave her probably right. more than that too. Hey, and um, well, yeah, he rubbed her. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but I don't think he's. <laughs> and now, you know what? You know where he is now. He can't get the rub no more. She, he, she's gone beyond him. That, yeah, he might be rubbing him. Don't come to yeah. my trailer, I'll come to yours. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Mm. Yeah, it, it, again, uh, I mean, just and just for the sake of running Will Smith, if he's done on this podcast on numerous occasions, now, let, let's just stroll over to his IMDb real quick. Uh, let's see. Um Again, tell me where there's a hit in any of this list, female perspective. Um, hold on. Where's he got upcoming? Got to hug it as an act- actor. As an actor. Bad Boys for Life. So Bad Boys, was that three? Yeah. Bad Boys 3. No, I mean it'll be a, it'll make money, well, but that doesn't you know mean it'll be any good. We'll check that out. Yeah, yeah but it was not that it'll be any pop-free. good. <laughs> no, but we'll check that out. Initially, just you know, I mean, because they, I, I guess the first one had a following. That second one was just straight out garbage. garbage. But yeah, yeah um, so yeah, we'll probably check that out initially. And Hutch, yes. that that ship hop, by the way. Ship hop, not shit hop. Shit hop. Yeah. Collateral beauty. Collateral that beauty is. failed. Yeah. Uh, Bad boys. Aladdin and uh, Bright. That's coming out this year. Let's see what the what Bright is about. It's in post production, so it's already been filmed. Oh, there's you a trailer should, and everything. Oh, uh, you already know what Bright's about because when you said it, all three was looking at each other like, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's the that's the one that's on Netflix where he's hanging out with working with uh, ogre cops on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll, exactly. I, think I remember hearing something about this. He's gonna have a Netflix series, and that that's it. No, it's called yeah. Bright. Yeah, Bright. Unlike his career, it's no longer. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, it's mm, it's wow. over. Okay, yeah, it's over. One, two, yeah, it's three, <laughs> yeah, like Vince Carter after the dunk contest, Hutch. It's over. Yeah. Over. Over. Mm. All right. <sighs> Sorry, Will Smith. I feel better now, though. We ran his ass into the ground. Anywho, all right. 
There's always a ship hop crew. You love giving uh, him a hard time, don't you? I, I, a little bit, but not as yeah, much as you do. <laughs> you like it's, giving him a hard time. It's, 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 it's like, it's, it's, well, you know what? I'm not, I mean, it's not like, it's not Ramsey on Theon, like, brutality. But <laughs> it's more Ramsey oh, on Reek. It's, it's more Ramsey. It's more Ramsey on Reek brutality. You know, I've already gotten to the end here, so there's really nothing, you know, to you do. Ain't, you ain't seen just... enough yet, apparently. No, stop it. Oh, watch it. Oh, that's terrible. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that ends Blurred Notes. Um, seven pack of questions this week. Go straight into the STFU's. Uh, hold on, let me hit my music. Y'all go first. Anybody? Anyone? Well, Bula? I, I don't have an STFU. I have a, well, a high five, I guess. All right. Um, I, I had done, read somewhere uh, earlier, and I checked out the YouTube video for a reunion of the Godfather cast. And mm-hmm. um, if anyone who listens to the podcast has an opportunity to, you know, watch the um the reunion on YouTube is well worth it. If you're a cinephile, I mean, that's one of, that's definitely a classic, you know, one of the best movies, period, um, that's been made. Uh, and to have the cast get together and discuss, you know, all the things they went through to get the movie made and and how, you know, they had to go up against the studios and how at one point, the studio didn't want Al Pacino to play Michael Corleone, Corleone. Um, and then you know they they were against um, casting Marlon Brando, and I mean it's just it's such an interesting story, and because that's such a classic movie, uh, it's just it's well worth checking out, and I, mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and to have the opportunity to have that whole cast together, I think it was. 40, the 45th anniversary. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, and the people included were um, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, um, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, uh, Diane Keaton, uh, Talia Shire, um, mm-hmm. um, Robert Duvall, and um, James Tom. Mm. So, yeah, it, it's well worth looking at. Okay. All right, so the Are you a high fan five. Of Godfather movies. Uh, and that side was not because of I'm not. More so that again, age wise, when that was a thing for me to be able to watch, I was probably not old enough to be shouldn't have been watching that because our parents didn't check what we was watching. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, little niggas seeing horses' heads in beds and shit is not something that you should see when you're eight years old. You know. You have nightmares about that? Nigga, I have nightmares about everything. And, <laughs> um, and why, and why, and why y'all killing fish? 
Like fish, what he do to somebody? He adopt little black children. <laughs> so no, um, no. I, I mean, I've seen it. I know about it. I can probably quote much of the movie, even though I haven't seen it because people quote it so much. But uh, yeah, and plus, you know, again, it came out when I can't mess with three hour movies too. Doesn't that movie have an intermission in it? I don't think like, so. Oh, no, I'm has an intermission, but it, I, I mean, it, it is it is kind of long. But it, I mean, it's it's so good that you know it moves relatively quickly. But yeah. yeah, I've seen enough of it to know, and I've seen enough people get killed in those movies to know what it's about. <laughs> so, like, I'm straight. Okay, Hot, you got anybody? Um, I think what you started off, and I'll. And I had somebody, man, that all of a sudden it went away. Noted. Um, I got a list. Let's start yeah. from the bottom. Now we're here. Um, Mike Huckabee the other day uh, oh, tweeted out yeah. some bullshit um, about yeah. uh, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Mike Huckabee failed, former governor of Arkansas, failed political uh, presidential candidate, couldn't even beat freaking Dope 45 that we have in there. I'd tell you how bad he was to begin with, but he tweeted out, uh, "I want to let me give him his full quote." And it's not that he cares; he's gonna take it back or anything because he's an asshole. Um, he said, "For Cinco de Mayo, I will drink an entire jar of hot salsa and watch old Speedy Gonzalez cartoons and speak Spanish all day. Happy Cinco de Mayo." It's like, like seriously, dude. Like, I mean, you are the former governor of a state. That should come with some sort of recognition of the prestige that you were one of 50 people that held a government position that was important. And you're just an asshole. I mean, honestly, I mean, that's really what you are. I mean, it's just, it's just awful. Like, I mean, I don't even, but this is also Trump's America, too, where white yeah, people that's, just that's feel that they can say whatever they want to say. When you have a president that's saying things like that, that, I mean, that just gives, and as white like him, you know, more mm-hmm. credence to, you know, think that, okay, well, I'm going to say it too. Uh, and there right. you go. He said that before 45 got done. Yeah, he did. Right. So yeah, he, it's not he, a 45 yeah. thing. It's a 65, 65, 70-year-old right, right. thing. He, white is right, or they think it is, in, in, the, in 2017 because of because ignorance yeah. is at an all-time high. Quote, well, yeah, they just justified the play, ignorance, play. right? That's exactly what it is. They just justified yeah. the ignorance, and it just feel it, it. You know, it feels like a safe space to be able to say it. And I mean, I just, can't, I mean, I can't imagine. But, but I mean, y'all might be better off than me. I hate Cinco de Mayo. We probably had this conversation on this podcast last year. I hate Cinco de Mayo like I hate Halloween um, because it's really just a, a day for white people to misappropriate stuff and dress up in outfits that'll get them punched in the face and get drunk. <laughs> and I'm not a real you know big what? fan I, of that. I, okay, I was going to say something about this. Where is black people's holiday to, to drink and act a damn fool? We don't have yeah. one. Yeah, we don't have one. Yeah, you mentioned it before. Like, this is one of my, and I agree with you because we don't have one. We don't have one. I mean, the, mm. uh, you know, the Germans got one. We got a month. The Irish got one. Mm-hmm. Really. Cinco de Mayo is American holiday. That's white folks. Right. Yeah. So, but, you know, everybody's got one. I mean, Fourth of July ain't ours for damn sure because we wouldn't have finished nothing. Right. You know, you can't drink on MLK Day or they don't want us to. 
And I think your brother brought up Juneteenth, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that really right. something you wanted to learn. Right. I, I still got the same Kwanzaa candles that I had 30 years ago. <laughs> so, I mean, when, 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 is our, when is our drinking holiday? Yeah, I'm going to put that out on Twitter and see what I get, but good luck with that. Um, yeah. And there ain't never going to be a day for us, you know, to be, you know, I was just thinking tonight, like at some point in time, I was like, you know what, the purge, would not be a terrible idea. Let me finish. If you don't know <laughs> just how close we are to actually having a yeah. like yeah. order away. <laughs> yeah. We're an executive yeah. order away from having a purge. <laughs> exactly. mm-hmm. Do not realize yeah. how close we are. Yeah, let me finish. But, like, like, it's just, like, it becomes one of those things, like, you know, even if niggas was trying to go out and purge, they would still kill us. Like, oh, he was purging too hard, or he had a shifty look in his purge, or something like that. Like, it wouldn't really matter. You know, like, we wouldn't, it would have to be, like, freaking black prom, white prom. Like, we'd have to have our own separate night to purge, and then people would be bitching about, well, why they you, you know, black purge night? You know, like, it's like... You, you can't win for losing. And, you know, I mean, I, I didn't have the dude on here, but, I mean, you heard about that black kid that got shot in Texas by the police officer. They just shot the car up for the hell of it and leaving the party or whatever. Shot that, you know, 15-year-old kid in the car. Mm-hmm. Did you hear I about that? I hear that story. Well, oh, you know, yeah. There might be a part of the executive order written up, and we just don't know about it. That's yeah. Because that would explain half of the shit that's been going on for the last, shit, maybe the last 10 years. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things. And the police officer, he did get charged with murder. He got fired and got charged with murder. But, I mean, mm, you know, he's still alive. But it won't matter. It won't matter. He'll still get off. It won't yeah, matter how many times. I mean, as of yet, have any of these police officers ever, you know, done some time for, for the lives they've taken? Well, in the same week. The dudes that shot the dude in Louisiana where they had him pinned to the ground and just shot him in the chest. The Justice Department said they weren't going to charge them with anything. Right. So there was that. Then the dude, the dude in South Carolina pled guilty, the one that shot the dude that was running away. He pled guilty to the federal charges after the state charges was hung. And, uh-huh. he got, he, you know, they don't know what he's going to get. And, um, you know, I mean, he's going to get jail time or whatever. And then this kid gets shot, like, I mean, for nothing. I mean, literally, they're like, you know, the police officer's like, yeah, we saw the body cam footage. You know, the chief was like, yeah, you know, because they wrote in the police report, oh, the car was driving at us in a, you know, an aggressive manner. And, you know, they saw the body cam footage. It was like the car was, like, driving away from him. And he freaking just shot into the car and killed this kid. I mean, it's just, it is what you know it what? is, man. I want to say something because we're talking about it now. But, I mean, I don't know if you watched it last week, but, you know, the 20th anniversary of the L.A. riots because of the, the yeah. one, I guess the one that kind of started it all with the Rodney King where he gets his ass beat mm-hmm. for all, on a video. I mean, that was the first time I think Anglo-Americans saw a black man get beat for, you know, he was, I guess he was trying to resist. Or that wasn't resist. the first time they saw him get beat. I mean, yeah. in, in, the, in the 90s, I mean, other than segregation and all that stuff. On VHS. Yeah. You're right. You know, so they saw him get, get beat by four or five cops. They all got off, and that's why we all, why black people went crazy in LA and in other places. 
So and rightfully I mean, so. Right, and rightfully so. But it I mean, it's been going on for a minute. Right. And we, I mean, yeah. and even on video, people are still still getting off. Well, and that's the worst part too. It's like you know, people, white people, are always like, "Well, what do you you know?" They always want to know like what happened before. Like, well, what happened before? What you know? Like, what's that's like a justification that it would be okay to like take somebody's life and all and all their human rights from? You know, they like they need to be proven everything right first. You know, and it's just like shut the fuck up. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you? Ca- it's it's just so frustrating, man. It's one of those things. Like, I just can't. I have to literally go into my office and close the door in the blind because I don't want to deal with people. Like when these things happen, like you're not you're gonna say something to me that my reaction is going to get me fired. So I just need to like stay away from you because there's nothing good that's gonna come from my reaction to you listening to whatever it is that you have to say. So yeah, not a good one. <sighs> All right, um, this one's up your alley, Hutch. Did you see McDonald's at McDonald's getting an FCFU? Two of them actually. One, McDonald's has taken away high C orange. Did you see that? I did not see that, but unfortunately, I still give the golden arches a little bit too much of my T&E. Uh, <laughs> and, but, yeah, when I normally go through the drive-thru, I, I get code, the brown stuff. Yeah, well, high C orange is faded out of there. But, two, uh, McDonald's created what they're calling the fork. That's F-R-O-R-K. The, uh, uh, a fork made of French fries. I think I, I saw a red about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so don't you, know what that's supposed to be about, but yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> I, I've been drinking too much. Um, <laughs> fork, a fork made out of French fries. Fork I made out of French fries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, you can dip and eat L at the same time, sir. So, this is McDonald's. One bad. And I need to give them a peace sign. I need to give all of them a peace sign. I guess. <laughs> oh, I, I do have an SDF. I'm glad you brought that up. Go but, ahead. Are you, are you done? I'm good. I got one more, but yeah. All right, but yeah. All right, my SDFU is going to my. <laughs> I got my results of my of a health screening. Because no, um, boy. basically, yeah, yeah, that. Uh, basically, <laughs> where our, my uh, whatever place of whatever is <laughs> adopting the new initiatives of the Affordable Health Care Act until it gets changed or whatever gets changed. And after all, after further review, all my shit is going up by at least twenty percent. Mm. I mean, yeah. and they're uh, they're trying to sneak the shit in. They're like, if you want to go to this uh, web seminar and ask questions, you can go to it and, it's, you know, and you can be excused from work and go to the, to the room, which is which basically in, in corporate speak means we're going to fuck you up. <laughs> and, yeah, so all the, you know, everybody at work, they gave to us on a Friday, of course, too, so that's another way to fuck you up because you may be, over the weekend, you won't think about it as much. But, yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to raise all our shit at least 20%. I mean, everything. And I'm like, ain't, I'm I'm single, so for the most part, I'm kind of already. But still, 20% of, of the shit I'm already paying still going to be a whole lot of money out of my pocket. And, of course, everybody, all the other people that got kids and wives and husbands and shit, they was all 
So yeah, it was it was Ugg and Lee. But yes, STFU to the healthcare plan, it sucks. Right. I mean, it's basically like, hey, don't get sick, nigga. That's basically um don't be don't be over while you still can afford it. Yeah. Don't be overweight, don't have high blood pressure, don't do nothing. Like just exist. Because if you right. get and sick, it's a wrap. And my job makes me want to give me high blood pressure, which makes me want to eat, which makes me want to, like, do you crazy shit. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it. yeah it's, a, it's the circle of life uh, for sure. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, we could go all, I mean, we could do a whole podcast on what happened with the health care vote the other day. Um, but I don't want to do that. We already crossed the one hour and 20 minute mark, so. Um, and you got anybody else from your perspective? Um, I think you're going to mention one of the uh, ones that I had, so I'll let you go. All right. I, I, I got one more. Go one more in there. Go, ahead. go right ahead. Yeah. Two, uh, well, this one is it's self-medicating, too. But LeVar Ball, he made <laughs> his, he came out with his shoes, his shoe line, and I think his shoes off. Like I want to say a little bit short of five hundred bucks. Four ninety five. Four hundred and ninety five dollars for a pair of shoes for somebody that ain't made two points yet in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Mean, uh, uh, niggas, you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and he, Levar Ball, is the most dangerous kind of uh, black man on the planet. Is that he will coon to get whatever he wants and that he's danger, culturally dangerous, I think, as I um, has described him. Because he'll just coon, like, until he gets the attention that he wants. And, uh, yeah, in female perspective, I don't know if you saw that or not, the, the tennis shoes that he wants $495 for, then the, the flip-flops, the slide, is $220. <laughs> mm. I'm like, um, I'm like, I mean, and the first, the first motherfucker that I catch, even thinking about wearing them shoes, if I catch it, I don't care if they're on the, I don't care in the police station, I don't care if they're on the bus, I don't care, I don't be like, are you fucking crazy? And I'm gonna steal on them. I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna lose my freedom in these streets to steal on this person for wearing them damn shoes. Yeah, it's awful. I'm like, I mean, yeah. It's like two twenty is like price for Eve Saint Laurent like slides. You ain't making no Eve Saint Laurent so it slides here, sir. There's some freaking basketball shoes and big baller brand, which is an awful name for some freaking shoes, by the way. You get them big ballers. Well somebody ain't got big... no big ballers. Yeah, but put, yeah, put these big ballers in your face, nigga. So I mean this is not a good it's not a good name. You might as well call them these nuts, um, sneakers. Uh, so it's just not a good look. Uh, yeah, he gets one too. He's a dangerous coon, and that's the worst kind of coon that there is. Um, all right. Oh uh, yeah, that last one that I had was Scott Bayo, uh, Chachi. I, I think I posted on Twitter. I was like, if anybody would have told me ten year old me that Scott Bayo was gonna grow up to be like a, the, one of the largest pricks on the planet, I would have fought you. Like, and Hutch could probably confirm this. I would have. Beat you down. I mean, I thought he was. He on was. Chachi's nuts. I was on Chachi's nuts. 
You wanted to beat Chachi, I think. I did want to beat Chachi. He's not lying. I did. I, like, he was, like, he was so cool. Like, you know, once he grew up, not annoying Chachi when, he, you know, when he was the Fonz's um, toady. But, like, as he got a little bit older, you know, um, and he was on Black Battle of Network Stars. Man, he was, like, freaking passing, freaking swimming past, freaking Morgan Fairchild and all these other niggas. Like, I mean, he was just, like, the coolest dude of all time. And you love, and you love Zap and Charles in Charge, too. Oh, I oh, did. Oh, yeah. Geez. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, oh. man. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Now it's getting a little too personal. But um, um, don't make me cut your microphone. Um, uh, Yeah, like I, yeah, that was my dude. And he is just an asshole, like, completely. I mean, oh, you can take the Trump support out of it. He's just, I mean, Aaron Moran dies. He spent a whole lot of time yeah. with this lady. And he was like, yeah, well, you know, you do drugs, you're going to die. That's my thing. And it's like just a self-righteous Right. He didn't even prick. know what the cause of death was, and he automatically jumped, jumped to assumptions, got his mm-hmm. face cracked, didn't even go, you know, and apologize for making that right. assumption. I mean, just, uh He's just, yeah. He's, he's, totally yeah, he's that dude. Yeah, he's that and, dude. Um, and I read what her brother said. If he called him out somewhere, he was going to kick his ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and rightfully so. The worst is that they had a little memorial, uh, a memorial for her. Um, and, you know, um, they had the cast of some of the cast members of Happy Days, uh, mm-hmm. you know, show up. And he had mm. the nerve to show up too, and I'm like, mm. hey, "Sorry, piece of shit." Yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead. <laughs> exactly. He is. He's just a sorry. He's a sorry excuse for a human being, man. And he's like, "Oh, it's because I'm a conservative." I'm like, "Man, you've been a dick longer before you was a conservative." So right. that ain't and, it. And, yeah, he's gonna have the nerve to blame it on him being a Trump supporter. That's why everybody mm. jumped on his case. I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah, that ain't it, sir. You just an asshole. On top of being straight a drunk boy. Asshole. Yeah, straight up. So yeah, nine. Right. So yeah, those are all our STFUs. Unless Hutch is thinking of another one, because he does come back with them later. Yeah, I think he's got one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Hutch. I'll uh, I'll uh, abstain for now. Just good to know. All right. Uh, so yeah, so that'll start the wrap up podcast. Uh, 60 for Brothers Comics. Um, let's see. What do we see? Um, we got a... Um, um, oh, uh, what? Brothers Comics business uh, coming up here. Uh, we got two big cons coming up here at the end of the month. We have uh, in Atlanta with the uh, with Female Perspective and Big Hutch, if they decide to go. Uh, it will be uh, MomoCon, which is, uh, is that Memorial Day weekend? I always get Memorial yeah, Day and Memorial Day. Day two, three weeks from now or so. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend, uh, MomoCon, big anime, manga con. But it's really, I mean, it's like a kind of everything con uh, up in Atlanta. Um, uh, you know, pretty big deal. Uh, I'd gone to it with my kids the last, I guess, two or three years. Uh, last year we had press for it. We have press for it this year. Um, so uh, it's a good time to go see people. I put in the the media requests for the interviews or whatever. And um, so 
you know, somebody from Brothers College will be at MomoCon <laughs> that weekend. I'm not sure who. <laughs> Which is a somebody um, will show up. Somebody. Uh, somebody. There will be a black shirt <laughs> present at MomoCon. Yeah, somebody with a Brothers College t-shirt will be walking around the uh, uh, World Congress Center, I think, is, which is where it's at. Like I don't, and I don't like manga either. And me going to that con typically has been just me taking pictures of, like, nigga, who is you? And um, and taking pictures of that. But, you know, people go with comic book characters and whatnot, too. Uh, they have a really good large video game, um, like game room or whatever, which is always nice, like old school gaming and stuff. So I, I think the first year I went, I played Dragon's Lair for like three hours and um, <laughs> for free. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that was good. Um, so, yeah, so somebody from Brothers Comics will be there at Big Con. The other con this week or this month is MegaCon in Orlando. Um, uh, Sandman, who's not on the call tonight, uh, and I will be there. That's the same weekend, um, and we'll uh, head over there and uh, do our thing in Orlando again, like the same place that where Star Wars Celebration was. They've been selling stuff. Hutch, I, did I did I did I email or text that to y'all the the Stan Lee thing? The yeah. uh, picture with Stan Lee was a hundred twenty. Yeah, 120. And I was like, we gonna, can split it. Are you going to invest in it? Only if Sandman splits it. I can't justify it the other way. How in the hell are y'all going to split an autograph? <laughs> no, it's, what, it's, a, it's a picture. It's like drawing a line in the middle of the room. No, no, no. It's the picture and autograph. So, like, so I just want the picture. The picture. going to get the autograph? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, you, I mean, like, I, all I want to do is to do the picture. Like having me in a picture of Stan Lee. Um, if you gonna pay 120 so. bucks, I want the picture and the autograph. Man, but I ain't gonna do a Star Trek fight in the middle of the damn field for who's gonna get shit. Shoot, man, I will. Sam man is gonna listen to this. I will put you down, sir. Yeah. Flint shit ain't working when we was kids, and it sure hell ain't gonna work at damn near hundred something. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Like I said, all I want is a picture, really. I don't really care about the autograph. So we could split it that way, saying, man, hook me up. Um, they, was, they were selling this other thing. They were like, they were um, talking about you could have breakfast with him, too. I didn't even see how much that was. I was like, unless he's sitting at my table and cooking my eggs. Unless he's sitting at the table cooking my eggs, what the fuck do I need to have breakfast with Stan Lee for? So, um, like, I'm straight. Uh, you got to make so yeah, Sunday, or Sunday. Right, right. I mean, yeah. that, that's, that's, that was one of the reasons I was going to say, yeah, if you're going to do it, now's the time to do it because, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's, going, yeah, what, he's going off the reservation. I mean, yeah, I think he's yeah. getting ready to wrap it up as far as getting well, the Well, he's actually yeah. terrible, by the way. Yeah, exactly. He is terrible. Yeah, anyway. he's a habitual liar, Stepper. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you're gonna do it now. It's time to do it. So yeah. Yeah, and well, he's supposed to be the Grand Marshal at at Dragon Con this That's year too. Uh, now, I don't know oh, if he, he got. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know he if he got that bitch first. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know, I know if he got that. September in him. Still three. That's three, four months away. Yeah, I don't know about September. That would be uh, right. that's, that's a stretch. Um, right. So yeah, so there's. It's going to be a Comic Con too, I think. I think. 
Uh, yeah, I think so too. He he's doing a lot of getting away as of late. So uh, I mean that motherfucker. If he got hustled, then at ninety something, then we fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, but yeah, MegaCon's a big deal. I've been putting out uh, feelers for you know trying to get interviews set up. I already set up something with Dan Slot. He's the writer of the Amazing Spider-Man. I already locked that down for Thursday, the first night of that. Uh, so we'll be hooking up with him. Uh, already uh, set up for like one of the RSVPs for one of the, the, the open bar nights for uh, press. So I'm going to do that Thursday night as well. So uh, be uh, Brothers Con will definitely be represented, you know, long and strong at uh, MegaCon. Um, and then I don't know if I sent you that. I think I texted you how that Chris Claremont was added to the list. I was just like. That's gonna be rough. I'm I'm probably gonna do everything I can to try to get it to talk to that dude for two or three minutes. What do you think? I would get yeah, Chris Claremont's on my short list of people I would like to talk to or yeah, you know, you know do whatever I can do with him. Yeah, so, picture, yeah. talk, something. Something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that one's. I was like, he just got added. It was. I was just checking it the other day, and I just. I mean, I just started grabbing people's Facebook pages and like, hey, by the way, blah, 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 blah. like, I wish I had the press pass that that Star Wars sent out, you know. But you got to pick it up at the door up there. And I was like, I wish they had that so I could be like, take a picture with it. Look, I do have media passes. When you see this dude come up to your table, it's me. Like, don't shoot me, don't push me away, don't do anything. I just want to talk to you for five minutes. Um, so, yeah, I'm, well, I'm looking for, looking forward to it. Well, on the San Diego Comic Con front, I'm mm-hmm. I'm still in the lottery for a room. Hoping okay. that will come up on Monday. So, so I'm trying to save the five coat bottles that I got to pay for this. <laughs> and uh, hopefully that comes to pass. If it don't come to pass, then shit, mm-hmm. I might be doing a fucking hospital with 12 fucking jerseys. <laughs> hopefully I ain't fucking trying to hug my ass. <laughs> Yeah, I was just gonna put it. We gotta put out. We gotta put out in the universe. Hey, um, if uh, you're of the praying type, you know, Brothers Comics did put in an application for San Diego Comic Con. And that's praying, P R A Y, as opposed to P R E Y. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I guess you do have to specify that. Yeah. Sure. And, Again, if we can get press for uh, for celebration, which is I don't can't say it's as big, but it's a big freaking deal. I don't see why San Diego could be like, yeah, you know, no. Uh, so we did submit that this week or late last week. Um, they said four to six weeks to let us know. I'm like, I hope they don't let us know like two weeks before. Like, hey, yeah, by the way, y'all come. Um, but yeah, if if we get it. Somebody will be going out there and representing because all we have to do is go once and then we can go forever. So um, uh, somebody will be there. That's all I can now, say. Now, another um, thing, um, I was going to say this. Yeah, on eBay, I was looking for look for some paraphernalia for that stuff. And they're like, people were selling the parking passes for the five days and mm-hmm. the was north of 300 bucks just wow. to park near the place to go into Jesus. the damn convention uh, center. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, I, I, I mean, this is this is beyond for me because I just can't even understand how huge this must be. 
And I thought, again, I thought Star Wars was huge. This is obviously beyond that. It sounds like it's more like, it sounds more like it's freaking Dragon Con, really. I mean, but bigger. I, I, mean, I think it's Dragon Con is a mother blanket downtown. Mm-hmm. On a, I mean, it, it it's really draining. It's, I mean, it's chock full of people dressed up in strange costumes all mm-hmm. through the night doing crazy shit. This seems like this might be, I think it might be, shit, maybe three or four times bigger than that. You yeah. can still get a Dragon Con four-day pass right, right now. Dragon Con isn't actually mm-hmm. the kind of money that um, Comic-Con is either. Um, right. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, can, I can walk into Dragon Con and, I mean, on the day of and probably get a ticket. This mm-hmm. shit is like you got to – somebody was selling their five-day pass on eBay – and it's supposed to be illegal, but whatever, mm-hmm. twenty five hundred bucks. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> wow. I mean, we'll like I said, whatever happens, we're gonna do our best to make sure that somebody's representing at that son of a gun. Uh, hopefully, we can get the press pass and see what happens from there. Uh, that's all I can say. <sighs> all right. And that wraps up podcast 60. I think that's, well, we have another con in the end of July, but that's the end of July. Uh, we got to talk about how much we're going to pay to have a picture with Ric Flair, too. Um, so um, that wraps up podcast number, number 60 for Brothers Comics. I'm glad we were able to get this in. Uh, you'll be able to find the podcast on SoundCloud, SoundCloud iTunes, and Stitcher. Uh, we are a five star rated podcast on iTunes so again share ratings share with your friends and whatnot. Uh, share the podcast all around uh, we really appreciate all of that um, and I think that's about it we need exit music though are we going to go from somebody from the ship hop cruise oh uh. <laughs> we can go with um, <laughs> yeah we can go with uh, use salt and pepper um, are you ready Salt and pepper, are you ready? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking more, make you sweat from CNC Music Factory. I want to think Whoa, I had like the words. Right, it's all you talk about. Man, you were talking about uh, some of the worst used toilet paper shit you never thought of, man. Hey nigga, are they gonna have shit house party music? Hey nigga, are they gonna have the fat chick that really sang "Make You Sweat" on the cruise, or are they gonna have the freaky black model that was Millie Vanilli in it? Legs cut off because she had diabetes. I make that up. That's not funny. That's not funny. That's not funny. I don't think that. That's not funny at all. Notice I'm not laughing. That's debatable on that. That was funny. Sorry. That's debatable. What do you call him? Habitual line stepper. Habitual. Or habitual line stepper. I'm sorry. Habitual yes. line stepper. He definitely crossed the line with that comment. That was not funny. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, none of them songs good. None. N U N S. Well, we need some extra music, people. Sorry. Uh, we will. Um, here's, here's one of the song I mentioned. Uh, 
That's fine. I'll take it. All right. I'll take it. So, what is it now? Are you ready? <laughs> exactly. Pepper, are you ready? We uh, can't get push it or nothing. It's <laughs> overplayed, oh, man. It's just all the, that stuff is over. Whatever, we're over it. The night yeah. call. They want the music back. They can have mm. it. Mm. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just you know, whatever. All right, so here you go. It's playing in the background here. <laughs> Are you ready? By Salt and Pepper. I ain't even familiar with this song. Did they make this exactly. in there? That's why I said use that when that one has not been played to death. Because nobody yeah. wants to listen to it. Mm. <laughs> even Spinderella had some question marks over her head when this came on. It's like, what? Who this? Oh, that's her. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So again, we're wrapping up podcast sixty here. Uh, you can check us out at brotherscomics.com. That's b r o t h a s comics.com. You can also find us on Twitter at uh, at Brothers Comics. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Brothers Comics. You can find us on Facebook at Brothers Comics. You can find us on Tumblr at Brothers Comics. Uh, just put in Brothers Comics, B-R-O-T-H-A-S, Comics. That, you know, you'll be able to find us there. Check us out. Like us. Uh, follow us. All those types of things. I told you all we got a, a, a celebrity follower this weekend, uh, Talib Kwale, you know, that followed us this week. It was pretty shocking. Uh, I was like, what? So, you know, hey, we got another celebrity follower. That one that was just, voice is coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the cease and desist order. Yeah. Um, that was that. Yeah. yeah. And of course, he wouldn't be on this hip hop cruise of death. No, of course not. He's too talented. Right. Um, but it was also, um, yeah, that was as shocking. That one was as shocking as. Um, uh, with uh, Pam Greer. I was like, wait, what? Why is Pam Greer following us? So, yeah, good to know. So, yeah, Talib Kweli, thank you, sir. Appreciate your music. We do not play more than enough to um, get your lawyers to come after. We appreciate it. Uh, so, yeah, so check out this podcast. Uh, check out all the other podcasts, uh, Who Day Over 40, um, uh, the Pretty Little Riverdale podcast with Cetaline and Sescali. Uh Check out um, uh, Black Men Gaming with Big Hodge, Sandman, and uh, Capital G, uh, Grover, and uh, hoping to do another podcast this yeah, G-Man, sorry, and hoping to do another podcast this summer on the Black Bachelorette. Need to talk to female perspective about that. Uh, so, uh, yeah. You ain't never watched Bachelor, right? Female perspective? I do not. I do not watch okay. that nonsense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Thinking about trying to talk about it. Not. Think we're not talking about it, so we have that black lady on there. It just seems kind of, I don't know. Anyway, all right. So yeah, so that that's it. All right. So Salt and Pepper starts to take us out some more. Uh, female perspective. Go ahead and sign off. Adios from the female perspective. All right now, and then Hodge sign off. Don't get fired. Mr. International, yeah, back at you. Anyway, yeah, man, 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 man. man, man. If just like you know, was that God and vegetarians? If God didn't want us to eat meat, He wouldn't have made them so tasty. So if they didn't want us to take movies off the internet, they wouldn't have put them on there. So that's all I'm saying. All right, so we'll touch y'all on the other side, y'all. Take it easy, peace. peace.
been here. Ice style sex appeal. Let put your lights out, pull your mics out. We rock party, freak your body. No need for a shot. I'ma make you sweat all night. Hold on. All heads turn when I snatch the mic. Send the party into orbit. Top and drop tops, girls I can't afford it. Ain't nothing. Party over here. What you doing on the other side? We came here to get live. Take a ride with the S in the P. Pep MC. Shine every time just like the Lexi. You want to test me? Don't floss. We got the flow that'll break you off. Decent. Leave your life like the precinct. How we get that? Worldwide. Everybody know about the sound. Let it pound in your system. One time. Up in your mind, how we shine, genuine. My mic sound nice. Check one, two, everybody. 